Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. In the uh, my name is Dr. Greg Alch. I'm a licensed psychologist. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, an executive coach and organization consultant in practice now for 35 years, and happy to be here with you today to talk love, connection, and acceptance, and how that goes to impact resilience. Glad that you could join me today. So I wanted to start off with a story. I'm sure you may have heard this. It's been around the internet about JFK when he was president and a custodian he ran into. He was at the facility. Uh, they were after hours. It was late. And as he's walking through uh, during his uh, tour, and into a custodian who was mopping the floors or cleaning up. Uh, and he went over to the, why are you working here so late? What's going on? And he said, Mr. President, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. The story has endured for this many years, I think, because it has something really key to say, that this custodian, mopping floors or sweeping up or emptying garbage. He was helping in a larger mission with a larger purpose in this moon. I also want to share briefly a story that just actually happened to me yesterday. Coaching a physician who is wonderful at what he does. He's been saving lives for many years. And he has approached me to work out some issues because there is a challenge he's facing. He's starting to feel more. There is business aspects as a partner that he's having to attend to. And frankly, it is interfering somewhat ability to practice medicine the best way he knows how. As he put it to me, this kind of conflict between the business and actually why he got into medicine in the first place. And so this conversation will continue to go on. But I was struck dilemma by the challenge and adversity he was facing or is facing as he tries to sort out his passion, how he can keep his integrity, how he can keep his love for patient care, for medicine, uh, while there are competing demands for his time and energy. So with, in talking about love, connection, as well as acceptance, let me start off with love. You know, certainly experienced it in a variety of ways, and there are various kinds of love, as we know. There's romantic love between uh, intimate partners. There's certainly love for our children, if you have, our pets. I'll certainly rank as a dog lover and owner. Certainly love for our friends, for perhaps nature hobby or avocation that you might experience, but things that help go to help bring us joy, to bring us happiness. So today, I'd like to really focus in on self-love, as it were, caring about our own selves, as well as talking about our care and our concern for our, not just our job or career, you referred to, but what is our purpose? Why are we doing what we're doing? self-love, I think of it as this ability to truly care about our own selves. Yeah, truly care about our own selves. To count ourselves as important. This, the plight of the responsible. 
And folks, what I mean by that, the plight of the responsible, what I have found years of practice is that, well, <laughs> responsible people do responsible things. They needs that are put upon them, whether it's a chosen role or put upon them. But, you know, role is a parent, is a significant other employee, let alone an employee in a healthcare organization. And so we're meeting those needs in this uh, newer world where uh, we've been all drinking from that proverbial fire hose, where there's a lot, sometimes more to do than there is time to do it. And we find ourselves with competing priorities. When that happens, you know, responsible people tend to meet those external responsibilities first to help keep, you know, their And what happens as an, I think, inadvertent result is that we start to fall and farther down our own priority list, down our own totem pole, so to speak. And so what happens is while we may other needs that keep our lives running, we're not necessarily meeting our own needs and doing it often enough so that it's not all work and no play. Because when we don't care enough about ourselves to count our own needs as just as important as anyone else's, well, it makes it acceptable to compassion fatigue, to burnout, certainly to things like depression and anxiety issues. I know our culture has bandied about the term self-care, so much so it's almost I think it's more important perhaps now more than ever before that we care and pay attention to our so that we don't fall into a place of burnout or compassion fatigue, that we can keep going day in and day keep our resiliency high. What are the health benefits, by the way, of this sort of self-care about? Well, the health benefits of love are then very well documented. Fewer doctor visits, less depression and substance abuse, lower blood pressure, lower stress levels, less anxiety. Generally speaking, a longer and happier life when we're acting in this kind of way. So when we talk about connection, you know, this is to me an inherent part of love because when we love, whether it's a person, what we do for a living, it connects us to the things that are essential in our lives, things to help us feel our purpose, to help us feel our impact. And that's a very key thing, folks. When the going gets tough, as the saying goes, the tough get going. It doesn't mean that they or you know feel that adversity or that challenge. Of course they do, but there's something else that keeps them. Something else that continues to drive them. You know, again at work. Um, I think increasingly difficult. And why is it so important to hold on to ourselves during these challenging times to keep day in and day out? It's to stay grounded, to stay connected to our purpose. Basically, you get up in the morning. There's a wonderful TED Talk by a gentleman named Simon Sinek. S-I-E. Simon Sinek. Uh, he talks about the golden circle. Um, it's basically the why. Why do we get up in the morning? 
what moves us and motivates us to get up and do the things we do day in and day out, especially when adversity hits. Actually, he said, I encourage you to watch this TED Talk, that people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And I've that, at least at some level, about authenticity. Are you there for just the money? Just, you know, to check that box off? Or is there a greater drive? Is there a greater purpose to what you do, what you This is a story about my physician that I'm coaching. He is so driven. He is so full of purpose. He says he didn't get into medicine for the money, although he acknowledges the income is certainly nice. He says, I'm in there because to me about touching people's lives, making a difference, keeping them alive and keeping spirits alive, especially in darker times. So I encourage you, I challenge what do you believe? What grounds you? What moves you to get up each day, especially you're feeling maybe a little crispy around the edges? How do you show up for yourself? I think this is key. Show up for yourself. Yeah. When we stay us to what matters to us, our values, our priorities, again, it helps decrease burnout. It increases resilience, happiness levels. These are all important things to keep us moving, especially so then when we talk about acceptance, and I know there's a lot of information out there about I want to accept things that are unacceptable to me, things that may need change, like social justice issues, equality issues. And by all means, we don't want to be accepting of that which puts others down with marginalizes groups of I also don't want to speak about acceptance in a larger perspective, because acceptance about change. It is also about accepting things, which include people, <laughs> as they are, and working with it. Perfect. We all know that. And neither are our positions in our roles, no matter what your role is. It's not perfect either. But we want to keep working with it. So, you know, we manage our lives, not have our lives so we don't have to love everything about what our job may entail. Purpose in the world. We can love what we're doing, the difference we're making, the impact we're having. Whether it's on our clientele, the organization as a whole, our particular community in which we Yeah, we want to use our strengths, our resiliency, our contribution moving forward, to keep making the world a better place, not just the larger world, but our own world in particular, to be a better place for us, for the generations to come, for a better place to exist in. What can you do? What are some positive steps that you can take to help get yourself grounded, to get yourself anchored, to stay so that you can really be focused on your priorities, what moves and connects you to your world and what you do. One of the best things you can do is stay in the present. 
There's a wonderful model out there that suggests that we want about 15% of past because the past is about uh, the 15% represents fond reminiscing, learning from our past mistakes, but we don't want too much mental time in the past because that's associated with anger, depression, and guilt. We want about 15% of our mental time in the future so we can see what's coming around the corner. Too much associated with anxiety, worry, and fear. And so ideally, we want to spend anywhere, as the studies show, 50 and 70% of our mental time in the present because the present is all about control. Time we can do anything about anything is right now. And so what I find myself asking myself throughout adversity, run into feeling sometimes overwhelmed or more burnt out, be most helpful for me right now. What action step could I take right now that could help address be causing me distress? I'd encourage you to listen to Simon Sinek's text on YouTube and look it up, Golden Circle. It's an 18-minute TED Talk. I've listened to it now at least a half a day and get something from it each and every time. And to that notion, I strongly encourage you, start examining your whys when we get challenged, as we will throughout our lives you to action? What, when the going gets tough, do you dig deep in yourself to say, here's why I'm going to still stay in this. Here's why I'm going to put my best foot forward. Here's what moves me of adversity come. Understanding your deep drivers that help will be essential to keep your resilience and your resiliency moving even when challenged, even when challenged. Folks, I want to thank you for your time and your attention. My name is Dr. Greg Alch. I've been happy to speak with you here today on love, connection, and how we can stay attuned, connected to our own selves, be in our own so that we can then be there for others. I'm wishing you health. I'm wishing you happiness. I'm wishing you love.